Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, crime creeps, we're back. Hey. So I have to admit right off the bat, Mark's a bad creep. Why? Because I don't always pay attention to massive cases that are going on. And then people try to take my crime card away. But Charity is a good friend creep because she makes Mark aware of these things. Charity's like, uh, here's a three-part Netflix series I'm going to want you to watch before tomorrow. Yeah. Charity's like, "Uh, I've already watched it three times. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, oh, it's the Lori Vallow case that we're going to discuss. And I was like, who is this? We she, touched upon it. You looked at me and went, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that's an open-ended question. Funny part, or real quick, is people like the little behind the scenes. Let me pull the curtain back. Oh, that's the curtain sound, guys. I had no clue about this case at all. So I'm in the living room watching. And I'm going to unedit this episode. It is what it is. We're going we're gonna to drop some swears this episode. It's fine. I think we have to. <laughs> And I'm in the living room watching episode one of the three-part series. I don't know where this is going yet because I didn't research because I wanted to watch it and go in blind. Yep. Kristen wakes up late, comes out in the living room. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm watching the uh, Lori Vallow documentary. And she goes, can you believe that bitch killed her kids? She knew about it. Kristen, no, we can, she needs to come on here again. This is Redonk, seriously. And I said to her, Great. Well, guess I don't need to watch this now. She's like, oh, you didn't know? I said, no, I never know. I wanted to go into this surprise. I was told to watch it, and I did. And now this is this is how I get paid back is, hey, sorry. This is what happens in that case. It's like the, the, the opening, you know, you're just into watching the, your favorite movie that you've been waiting to see on TV for months. And someone months. gives you the ending away. <laughs> and someone comes in and tells you exactly what happened. Um, Mark, I don't really feel bad for you in this instance, and I'm going to tell you why. It's been all over the news. It's been all over social media. It's been everywhere. And I understand you've been very busy with your with your actual job, and I, I'm going to give you a little pass. And guys, our birthday's just passed. Happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday, Charity. <sighs> Charity got me a killer T-shirt for Christmas. Uh, for, uh, not Christmas, boy. For, for my birthday. And I got Charity a goose egg. I feel horrible. Oh, no, please. I, I had only got it because I was getting myself one. And I was like, he needs this. This is, says Mark all over it. Do you want to tell the people what it is? Absolutely. Let me pull it up right here. It is a picture because 
Charity knows my love of cheap Walmart shirts. Yeah, me too. That's my fave. It's a shirt with three cats on it, and it says, Hug Life. <laughs> and one of them looks like Tupac. Yep. One of them looks like Ice Cube, and yep. that's Biggie Small. That's Biggie. And I love every, <laughs> kitties. every bit of it. <laughs> and I will wear that. Um, Kristen and her kid got me a cool present for my birthday yesterday as well. What'd they get you? They got me, so me and her kid watch wrestling. Yes. Love wrestling. It's her Monday night tradition. I, I do a live show every Monday, and then I two-wheel it out of the parking lot to get down, you know, 40 minutes can from I my office to here. Not to interrupt you, but can sure, I tell you ahead. something really cute that Kristen told me when she and I went out the other day? What's that? She told me that he was, her son was so excited to watch um, the pay-per-view event, right? Wasn't yep. it, um, what was it? Backlash. Yes, Backlash, um, that... Um, he had already seen it. Her son had already seen it, but you hadn't seen it yet because you were busy working. That he sat next to you and watched you watch it. Yes. Because he wanted to see how excited you were. I'm like, that is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Seriously. Now, I take a huge shit on a lot of the people that come out in wrestling these days because like, I'm still stuck in old my, school. my old school. Uh-huh, me too. But there's a bunch of them that, that come out. And there's a couple wrestlers that I find, you know, the woman wrestlers that I find extremely attractive. Yes. And one of them is Chelsea Green. And every time she comes out, he stares at me because he <laughs> knows I'm going to say something really, really funny. And his mom's going to look at me with devil eyes. And it never, never ceases to amaze me. I love every single week. Kristen said as soon as she got up out of the chair so that you guys could watch it alone, he, it like he literally like leaped into her chair immediately. He, this is funny. She goes, I think I'm going to go to bed. And he gets all smiles. She's like, what are you excited? He's like, no, I'm excited to get the chair. Yeah. The Joey and Chandler, Chandler chairs. I know. They've seen better <laughs> days. That's for sure. But after, so back to the the gift that they got me. After WrestleMania, uh, Finn Balor, who's one of my favorite wrestlers, had a kick-ass match. And he got split wide open. Oh, wow. From eyebrow up and through the top of his head. For real? For real, real. Wow. Like, the, you can tell when it's a real injury because yeah. they don't show it. Right, true. They panned away. They showed the other guy in the ring and doing his whole thing. But you could see in the background, you could see the doctor at ringside stapling his head back together. Ew. And then he came out and finished wrestling. Luckily, he was had red makeup on, so it really kind of didn't show as much. Gross. But he just had a, a new shirt come out that's got him on the back of it, and it's got the, the head stitched up. Oh, really? And then on the front, it says Balor, 14 stitches. So nice. it's a takeoff of, you know, Stone Cold 316. Yes. yes. And I'm so cheap that I wouldn't buy it myself. They knew I wanted it. And then I, I came home to that last night. Oh, as my, that's awesome. As my birthday present. And I was like, this is awesome. I love it. I know. It was a good day. That's for sure. Yes. Um, how was your birthday? My birthday was amazing. I went for a nice long hike. It was beautiful. Sounds horrible. No, it was amazing. Um, and oh, I know what I want to tell the creeps real quick before we get into this. What's that? Last time we recorded, Mark, I got in my car. Yes, I I've heard this, but I don't know what's going on. Oh, God, guys. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. It was very scary. That's what she said. That's what she said. So back in the day, you know, like maybe last year, you know, something came in the mail. It said there may or may not be a recall on my vehicle. Yep. Okay. My vehicle's fairly new and you know, it seemed fine. So you just read it and ignore it. Right. Cause you don't want to take the time to go bring your car in when it's running totally fine. Right. Yeah. Because they're not sending you that because the same problems happened to a bunch of other people. Right. So I'm driving along and I was about to get on the highway cause I had to go run some errands and I slowed down or 
tried to slow down. Oh, boy. And pressed my brakes completely to the ground, guys. Completely to the ground. That's never good. So I turned around and went home instead. Thank God, because, guys, I had zero brake fluid. Zero. Undrivable. I was, like, staring at the e-brake thinking I was going to have to pull it. (laughs) Thank God I made it home safe. My car went in. Everything was, I didn't have to pay a penny. Thank God. And everything is good. And I have my brakes back and I'm safe. But that was scary. Has that ever happened to you? Yes, of course that has. That's the first time it's ever happened to me. I drive ship boxes. Are you kidding me? I've lost brakes in almost every car I have. My new company car out there. Oh, it's awesome, guys. Oh, my God. Mark, take a pic. You got to take a picture of it and post it in the group. Well, it's got the business name oh, on the okay, side of it, so I don't know what it, if I want to. I either get thumbs up everywhere as I go or the middle finger. Awesome. Because the car is all all wrapped red, white, and blue, and it's got <laughs> the name of a racetrack on the side of it, and it looks fairly new. That car's got 281,000 miles on it. It's I like literally that. driven around the country a couple, th- you know, a hundred times. I love that. And I just was like, it's been sitting there. And I said to my boss, I'm like, that car, that car's now mine. Yeah. He's like, why? I was like, because I drive everywhere and I'm sick of ruining my Jeep. Yeah. Good, good, like, good. All right. Take it. <laughs> so I was so like, you zoom, zoom around in it all the time. Oh, yeah. That's zoom awesome. around. And you got me a pickup truck too. So I love it. Yeah. My, my other job is definitely getting busy. That's for sure. Um, and never too busy for my creepies, though. And um, I would like to say, on behalf of, because I'm a proud um, partner, um, fellow crime creep of Mark, that he is actually expanding into other things, and people are noticing outside his regular job how fantastic he is at his job. So Which is nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. I'll say to Kristen, I'm like, this person really likes the work that I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, no crap. You do really good work. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah, but I'm used to like people telling me I'm horrible. So well, so see, it's nice that people are actually recognizing your good work. Oh, absolutely. And it would be nice. I want to say, since you are so so good at the media stuff, that maybe just maybe you could edit me a little more sometimes instead of leaving things in that I say inappropriately. Nah, nah, I'll leave those right in. He does. Those are the fun, funnest part because I, I listen to other podcasts, and they'll always be like. Perfectly. And we were really good for like the first six months. And then it was starting to take twice as long as it was to do the episode to edit the episode. So then we started editing on the fly, which we still do. Yep. But now we give zero Fs. True. And honestly, I mean, this is us. Would you rather have a completely polished thing where someone's reading off a piece of paper and, oh, I said that wrong? No. I say S all wrong all the time, and I don't even give a crap. Exactly. You just roll with it. Because at the end of the day, me and Charity are friends, and we're talking about crime cases, and we're talking about it with you. Um, also did get a, a voicemail in on the old voicemail line. I'm not going to play it. Um, it was referenced in the Crime Creep group, but we did have a Crime Creep member that had some issues with the group for a while and left and announced her departure and I I left it alone and I just said it is what it is don't need to announce it we'll move on they've now rejoined the group they called and gave an apology on the crime creep line that was not needed because at any point you guys are free to come free to go we're happy you're part of the family and to the creep we're happy you're back and we're a big family let's all have some fun that's it I agree. And yes, it was not needed, the apology. We no, all go through things all. in life, guys. 
We all uh, need a break from social media sometimes. We need a break even from our fellow creeps once in a while. And the creeps are so amazing that they welcomed um, that person back with welcome with open arms, as did we. And I'm so happy about that. So, yeah, absolutely. Bam. Boom. Done. Welcome done. back to the group. And if Woo-hoo! you're sitting there wondering what group we're referencing, it's the Case Watch Crime Creep group. Duh. Best group on Facebook. Come on now. We don't push that enough anymore. Guys, get back in that group. I got to have some fun because you know what pisses me off, though? Oh, he just, me he just so threw his mad. paper. Makes me so mad. What, so, what makes you so mad? I will see something that comes up on my Facebook and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm going to post this in the Crime Creep group and I'm going to be a legend. And then I look, and it was posted in the Crime Creep group. I, that creep. happens to me all the time. We have way too many funny people inside of there. W- way too many. Some of the stuff is, oh, my God, I can't even. All right, so let's discuss this twat bag we're going to discuss today. Um, uh, when I, in text, and it is there forever, unless Mark erases it, and it probably still can be found, I called her a different name, a very derogatory name towards a woman. Charity, what do you mean? What name are you talking about? Um, runt, but not with an R. <laughs> runt, but not with an R. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Okay. I think everyone else would. You think so? You think the creeps are that smart, Charity? I think the creeps are very smart. Flash cut to something real fast that just happened because we just had to pause because Kristen just barged in to talk. And she's like, oh, you should tell this and tell that and tell this. And I was like, yeah, we already did. Like, we tell these <laughs> stories all the time. And I was like, you would know if you listened. But I told her I still loved her. Long time. Loved and, me a long time. And then she looks at me, rolls her eyes, and then walks the other way. But it's, it's true. Good. It's all good. All right. So give, we do have a complete timeline here. Yes. But give a quick synopsis to the creeps about what this case is today. Uh, all right. We're talking about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell and the doomsday. They're calling it the doomsday killings um, of her two beautiful children. Um, JJ and uh, Tylee, and they found their bodies in shallow graves in uh, Daybell's backyard. So it's not good. Uh, She was actually just convicted um, guilty of murdering her children, and uh, she has not yet been sentenced, I believe. We're waiting to hear what her sentence is going to be. But there's a lot more problems coming because they exhumed Chad's wife's body um, she just to- was totally healthy and went to bed one night and didn't wake up in the morning, Mark. And everyone was devastated while um, she died of asphyxiation. Hmm. So there's some big troubles going on. And we're going we're gonna to get into it. We're going to talk about it. Her brother was involved in her, one of her or her husband's, ex-husband's, I guess, deaths. Um, but he is no longer with us now, too. He died of natural causes. So I there's bummer. there's a lot more things that are going to be piled up on top of this. This her trial was just for the deaths of her two children, and then there's going to be more to come as we go on. This lady, who I can I don't even feel like calling this douchebag. Yep, is the epitome of why we do this podcast. Yes, this case, like I said, I do nothing about it. I ended up getting I read through a whole bunch of stuff that Charity sent over. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And then I've made it through two parts of the three parts of a documentary that's on Netflix, which yes. I recommend everybody go watch. Yes. It's absolutely horrendous. What I don't know if I should save this to the middle or I'll kind of touch on it here. Yep. One of the things that bothered me here is there was so many spots in this case where things could have been turned. Things could have been done differently. Yes. There's that whole interview in the beginning of one of those docs with the police when she was going to be committed. And then the police told her because she threw on her little eyelash baddies and flirted with the cop and the cop told her how to get out of it. Unfortunately, she is a very attractive woman and she used that to her advantage. She came across as just this, you know, happy-go-lucky, cute little little thing. And some people fell for it. And it, it's sad. I agree. Unfortunately, bad people do bad things and then just unfortunately use their looks or whatever yep. to get away with it. Thank God I'll never get away with anything because I don't have those looks. Stop it, Mark. So let's dive right into this uh, bag of douchery because it's pathetic. Let's start... Um, Let's start when um, Lori married Charles Vallow. Okay. Uh, they got married in 2006, and um, Charles was kind of like a businessman. And friends of the couple did say that they seemed very, very happy together. Uh, they were raising Tylee Ryan. Um, she is actually Lori's daughter from a previous marriage, but it's been said that Charles was a great guy and jumped right in to that father role. Which is one of the things when you're in one of these relationships that you always hope that the person treats your child with the same respect. Exactly. Now, Tylee's dad is actually Joseph Ryan, who Lori Vallow married in 2001. That was her third marriage I know, at that point. I know. I can't say much because I've also been married three times. Yep. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's definitely never my problem. Let's flash <laughs> cut to um, 2014. Lori Vallow, Charles Charles Vallow, Tylee, and Colby moved to Kenai, Hawaii together. The same year that couple adopted Joshua Vallow, who's better known as JJ. Yes. JJ is the biological grandson of Charles Vallow's sister, Kay Woodcock. And now Kay was really good friends with Lori. And Kay had always said she thought Lori would make a wonderful mother for JJ. And so uh, Charles and Lori agreed to adopt him. Yep, and J.J., just so everybody knows, J.J. is on the, the autism spectrum. Yes. And I would just only assume what goes on in this case had to be horrendous for him. Yes. Horrible. horrible and people. another thing I want to I wanna point out is that it's been said that Tylee, because she was much older than little J.J., took him on as almost like a second mother and joked that she was his mother sometimes and loved him to pieces. And it, and it was also said that he was a vibrant, beautiful, happy little boy. And, and I don't mean any disrespect by saying this because you only know the information that's in front of you. It's very sad if you watch this documentary. Yes. I know I say that word weird, especially yeah, when I listen does. it back and it's like. He does, guys. Get all over him on that, will you? That's not how it's supposed to be said, <laughs> but I can't help it. It's very, very sad to see the brainwashing that went into Tylee. Yes. And you see it a lot in a police interview. <gasps> yes. And it makes me so sad. You, you, yes, you do. We'll, and we'll get to why they were yep. being interviewed. I, I just wanted to make sure that I yeah. put that out. I, I said wanna... to Mark at the beginning of this, I go, I'm like so 
amped up about this whole case that yep. I have to try really because guys, you know, my undiagnosed ADD. I'm going to try really hard to not jump around because I just get so upset. I want to just talk about everything at once. So we're trying to stay on the timeline the best we can here. Charity, I'm going to go ahead and officially diagnose your ADD. <laughs> so it's now diagnosed ADD. Well, guess what? <coughs> I've also been diagnosed with it by my, I call her my work husband. There you go. Yeah. So sometime around 2000 or in 2017, uh, the family moved back to Arizona. And it was around this time that... Friends and uh, relatives kind of saw a change with Lori and her relationship with her children. And she also uh, had been getting really excited about an author, an author named Chad Daybell. And he wrote books of doomsday. And yeah, so he wrote several of these fictional books about preparing for the end of the world. So that's a new name. Do we want to do we want to kind of touch upon I can, Which uh, Daybell came from. I know you have some of that information. Let me pluck this douche apple right off the tree. Love it. In 1990, Chad Daybell married his first wife, Tammy Daybell, and the couple founded a book company called Spring Creek Book Company together in Utah. The company published Mr. Daybell's Doomsday Books. The couple had five children together and moved to Salem, Idaho in 2015. Interesting. Remember those names, guys. Chad Daybell and Tammy Daybell. So Lori Vallow was extremely excited uh, in 2018 because she met Chad Daybell, the (gasps) very author that was captivating her and really getting her religious juices going and realizing that, you know, that doomsday is coming. And she actually, a friend said there was an instant, instant connection between the two of them. And they actually started doing religious podcasts together. Who would waste their time on a podcast? I mean, you know, you know, podcasts, who, who would think two people would be so entertaining that other people would listen to them? (laughs) I don't know. Um, also in 2018, Lori Vallow's third husband, Joseph Ryan, dies from an apparent heart attack. An investigation is later opened into his death in the wake of the deaths of JJ and Tylee. It did conclude that Ryan did die of natural causes. Okay. Oh, because I, I had heard nothing on that. I was like, where is he going with this? Oh, my God. Did that-, that is that's newer oh, release information God. that I just wanted to put into that spot because that was in 2018 as well. So we have, okay, so we all, in 2018, Chad and Lori have this connection. They're, they're, they're excited about sharing their religious views on this podcast. And talk to me about your cult. Oh my gosh. They loved it. So friends and family were really noticing the, I don't want to say crazy because a religious belief is a religious belief. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not judging what people feel. I will not ever judge anybody for any of their beliefs. As long as two conditions are met, you are not pushing it on me or my children. Yes. And whatever it is that you believe does not affect me unless I want it to. So, and that's, that's my point. So when they were doing the podcast and stuff, okay, whatever, right. That's, that's their thing. They're excited. They want to share it with the world. They're not pushing it because you don't have to listen. Okay. The problem I have reading all this information is that it was very concerning to family members and friends, how the relationship she and her children that used to be so close, things were getting, her beliefs were kind of 
uh, consuming her, let's just say. Um, and in 2019, Charles Vallow was so concerned about Lori that he actually contacted the police and told them that he believed or that Lori believed she was a god and was pre- preparing for the end of the days. Um, he had also filed for divorce at that yep. same time. And he also told them that Lori had threatened to murder him. Now, this is where I get angry because he had pleaded with authorities for a mental health intervention yes. for his wife. And that is where in, you see some of these interviews of now when Tylee comes in and they're talking and they basically, the, the police officer told her how to not actually have to go through with it by saying, well, I mean, they can't take you by force. So right. if you don't open your door or you leave your door latched, they can't actually take you. Right. Well, Mr. Officer, I hope you look back at this and realize Ugh. that maybe your little advice because, you know, this this attractive blonde in front of you batting her eyes. Yep. You now played a role in what's now to come. So what made me really sad was the the dash cam of or the police cam, I should say, when they were talking to Charles Vallow. Do you remember seeing that on the yes. docuseries? And he was he was he was pleading with them saying, you know, I'm I'm afraid for my children. I don't know where she took has, would take them. I don't know what she would do to them. She's just not – she's acting not normal, and there's been a huge change in her. She's saying really strange things, and I don't know what she'd be capable of. Now, was, yeah, that bothers me too because they, they're at his residence. Yep. They go inside. The residence is 100% cleaned out. All of his possessions are now gone as well. That is a crime in itself. Yep. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah. I mean – Charles Vallow, let's let's be honest. Maybe he didn't know. You know, I mean, he didn't know what he was talking about. Maybe did anything bad happen to him? I don't know. Let's find out. Maybe I don't know. Well, Charity, thank gosh for me because I have foresight and I can look back now. Because unfortunately, July eleventh, two thousand nineteen, Charles Vallow is shot dead by Lori Vallow's brother, Alex Cox. This happened at their home in Chandler, Arizona. Cox claims that he shot Vallow in self defense while Vallow tried to attack him with a baseball bat. And he did He did have a mark on the back of his head that was bleeding when the police got there. He claimed it was from the bat, but who really knows what went on in that house? There were, there were some timeline issues that have a very big effect on this case. Yes. Because things didn't actually happen the way they said they did. Yes. Uh, police interviews show Lori Valley, Vallow smiling as she recounts what happened. Oh, yeah. Tylee, who was was at the home at the time, gives a similar version of events, mm-hmm. asked her mother that Cox acted in self-defense. Did, but did you did you hear in the, in the docuseries when, when their stories were a little bit different, where Lori said, I just got in the car. You know, my brother said, just go. I got in the car and went. Yep. And then Tylee was like, well, oh, I, I went back and, get, and get my mother's purse. And I was like, but I, but I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. So now there is a, a 911 interview, a 911 Recording that they play in the docu series. Yep, that sounds better when I say that. It makes me docu series. Yeah, the docu series. Yes, you sound very intelligent. Where the person on the line says, "This is how you perform CPR," and he's like, "Yep, it's not working. It's not working." Well, come to find out, he never even never attempted touched it. him. And he waited 43 minutes after he shot him to call the police. He sure did. Oh, and what was Lori doing at this time? Uh, she went to Burger King. And where else did she go, Mark? She went to buy flip-flops. Flip-flops. Because, you know, you, you know that your ex-husband, who you once loved, um, and now your children are going to be sad to miss him, has been killed. You should probably buy some new flip-flops. 
who I feel really bad, obviously for for the, the children who are no longer with us, but the older child who is now still here. Yes, he he, he is very impactful in this Hugely impactful. Hugely. So let's move ahead, Charity. What do you have next? Um, so Lori Vallow, Tylee, JJ, and Alex Cox went to Yellowstone National Park. Like, not too long after this happened, because it was self-defense, so he was fine to just do that, right? Yes. Um, and... It's been said that this was the last place in the last fo- photo of Tylee taking before, poof, she went missing, right? Do you know what else also happened in September? What? Lori Vallow moved J.J. Tylee and Alex Cox to Rexburg, Idaho, where Chad Daybell lives. Yes, that that is. That's very true. Yeah, very true. It's very upsetting to me. Uh, September 9th, 2019, Alex Cox's cell phone places him in mm-hmm. the yard of Char- Ch- uh, Chad Daybell's property. Yep. For around two hours in the morning. My God. Daybell texts his wife, Tammy Daybell, to say that he has shot a raccoon and buried an animal in the pet cemetery oh on God. the grounds of the property. So September 22nd of 2019 was the day that JJ was last seen alive. And um, he was attending uh, Kennedy Elementary School in Rexburg, Idaho. So that was during the day. He was at school. He was seen at school. And then at night, I guess her friend um, Melanie Gibb and her and David Warwick, those those two friends, were staying with her for the weekend. And they um, told the authorities that they saw um, Alex Cox carrying JJ into the apartment. And that was the last known time he was seen. Yeah, I think I can say it this way because it's officially his name. Alex is a Cox. Alex is a Cox. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. it's just his name. Yeah, like yeah, I, I add is is uh in yeah. between, but he's I mean, the biggest virtual Cox that I think we can. One of the biggest ones. When we I can picture mention. Cox, I picture Alex. Right, because he's a Cox. Yeah, Alex Cox. Yeah. All right. Flash cut to <laughs> September twenty third. The next day, the next morning, Lori Vallow tells Melanie Gibb and David Warwick that JJ had to be taken away because he was being a quote unquote. Zombie. Uh, what does that mean? She used this text term back and forth. I know. With people a I know. Lot of times. Alex Cox's cell phone, you know, Alex, the biggest of Cox, yep. his cell phone places him in Chad Daybell's backyard again. again. Oh my God. Vallo also calls JJ school to say that he will no longer be attending and that she will be homeschooling him instead. I just, I don't understand. I really don't. This whole case, that's what I said out there the entire time I was watching this. is like, I don't understand any of this. Oh, this gets even weirder. So October 2nd, 2019, uh, Brandon Boudreaux, who was the ex-husband of Lori's niece, Melanie Pawlowski. Now, Melanie Pawlowski, it has been said that she had been brought into this this whole religious belief. and it's Is it the unquote, religious belief where you punch the microphone and then move on? Yeah, the, they, they used to be punching the microphone. I talk with my hands. Yes, but, you really do. But anyway, so her ex-husband was um, shot in a drive-by shooting in Arizona, but thank God is totally fine. He's able to evade it. And the person drive driving, uh, oh, the car where the shot came from was, um, interestingly, uh, Charles Vallow's car, and he had already been dead for for a while. So it's kind of interesting. How, how does somebody who's dead drive their car and shoot somebody? I'm unclear on that, Mark. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Pretty dumb, though, if you ask me. 
Well, speaking of things being shot, uh, October 9th, Tammy Daybell calls 911 after somebody shoots at her yes. with a paintball gun in the driveway of her home. Yes. And she was, of course, frightened well, beyond belief. The the I mean, thank gosh, that was probably the worst thing that was going to happen to her. Oh, thank God. I mean. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. October 19th, Tammy Daybell dies suddenly in her seat, in her sleep at the age of 49. Her death as of then, is ruled natural causes. But let's also state that it was, had been said that she was a 100% healthy 49-year-old woman. Just yes. saying that. So very strange. It can happen. Don't get me wrong. I know it can happen. A healthy person or someone that we think is healthy could go to sleep and not wake up, and I understand that. But it's just interesting is all I'm saying. Yes, especially when there's somebody like, you know, these people with all this weird stuff going on. All this weird stuff. Well, with since... Tammy Daybell is no longer with us. Um, yeah, because let's remember, they had a long marriage. Yeah. So Chad met and married uh, Tammy Daybell in 1990. So in like we said, at 2019, yeah. Tammy unfortunately suddenly passes away. So by my math, that is, what, almost 30-something years? Yep. Because, I mean, that was October 19th. What do you have to tell me? So um, now, you know, November 5th, uh, these so two. So that's a mere, hold on, let me do the math, Charity. That was a mere maybe 17 days? Yeah, so Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell um, shockingly got married on a beach in Hawaii. Yeah. Odd because. While they, the children are missing, let's just remember children are missing. Her ex husband is shot dead, you know, in self defense. Poor Chad is now widowed because his beautiful wife and mother of his five children passes away in the middle of the night and nobody knows why. So, I mean, the next thing to do would be to get married to each other, right? Yeah. So let me add, because there is a little bit more that you have to say there, but I want to make sure I go back and add something. Sure. Because let's remember when Charles Vallow was shot dead immediately after Lori called the insurance company to claim the $1 million life insurance policy that that was on him. That she couldn't get. Because he was smart enough to change his beneficiary. He sure was. Do you know who forgot to change her beneficiary? Tammy Daybell. Yes, I know. Because unfortunately, Chad Daybell did walk away with a hefty $400,000 settlement. Yep. So um, also around the same time that Lori and Chad got um, married. So we remember uh, little JJ's grandparents, yep, right? Absolutely. Well, they tried upon try upon tried. To get in touch with the little boy, FaceTime him, talk to him on the phone, completely, there was no, you know, Laurie would always make an, you know, he's here, he's safe, he's there, he's doing this, he's sleeping, he's blah, 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 blah. Well, they finally had had it, and uh, they contacted the police and issued a missing persons on their grandson. Could you imagine not being able to see your grandchild for months? Nope. And think of how bad, how horrible it is. They, they... Passed their grandson on to Lori to raise him because they thought she was the right fit for a mother for him. That's even sadder. It, this whole case really upsets me. This next thing does not upset me at all. Not one iota, not one bit. Because on December 11th, 2019, Alex, the king of all cocks, dies suddenly at the age of 51 of natural causes with indications of a blood clot wedged in the arteries of his lungs. Overdose drug Narcan is also found in his system. 
Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Oh, there's something else interesting. Uh, the very next day, December 12th, 2019, Tammy Daybell's body is exhumed so an autopsy can be completed. And um, her death was then uh, said to be a little suspicious, interestingly enough. Yeah, suspicious to say the least. Yep. Uh, January 3rd, a search is carried out on Chad Daybell's property for the first time. Oh, boy. Does not say if anything was discovered at that point. Flash cut to January 25th. Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell are located by authorities in Hawaii. Vallow is served with a court order compelling her to physically produce her children by the January 30th. This is crazy. This is like. I'm going to leave my error in. I said the January 30th. That's fine. This is crazy because in the docuseries, which we keep going back to because it was a great one, you see the two of them walking hand in hand, so in love. And, you know, reporters are asking, where are your children? Where are this? And she is no comment, no comment, no comment, no comment. Like literally just walking like with a stick up her ass. And it, it just, oh, looking at it when you know the outcome really pisses me off. Like if your kids were okay, why would you not tell them where someone where they were? This whole case makes me angry and it makes me judge how we should carry out yep. investigations because we have – the luck of being able to look back. We can Monday morning quarterback this case. Yep. Honestly, I if we could go back and we could start putting bamboo spears underneath her fingernails until she spoke. Right. Start pulling out her teeth. Like, people will talk. Yeah. I mean, I wanted the same fate for Adam Montgomery with yes. Har Harmony's dad. Um, There's another case recently that just happened in Massachusetts where there was six missing kids. Yes. Those kids have been discovered. Oh, really? Um, it came come to find out that, quote, unquote, supposedly there was some abuse going on in the house and the kids fleed to save themselves. Oh, my God. But this is all the stuff that we talk about all the time. It's just super sad. Well, in a shocking event, uh, January 30th, 2020 did come. And guess she what? She brought the kids, right? No. Nope. No. She failed. She failed to produce the children. So that led to her arrest. I'm not sad for her one bit. Nope. But I also do want to get a just a refresher for people like us now remember this, but people in 10 years going back and listening to this podcast may not. February 21st, 2020, we are now just beginning to get into the stages of what would become the COVID-19 pandemic. That's right. So let's remember that from this point forward. A lot of this stuff is covid related and so maybe things didn't work as quickly and stuff like that so i just wanted a little bit of disclosure so we don't look back and be like why was there like half a year in between this and this exactly there were a lot of stuff going on at that yep but in february 2020 on the 21st to be exact Lori vallow is arrested in hawaii on charges of child endangerment yes, she is abandonment and desertion she is also charged with resisting officers criminal solicitation to commit a crime and contempt of court. Vallow is ordered to be held on $5 million bond. She's later extradited back to Idaho. Following her arrest, Chad Daybell is confronted by ABC News journalists and asked if the children were safe. He refused to answer. Now, we're not going to go back, but I want to insert some audio that puts the, this next thing into context. Yes. Because it, it did get played at the trial. Yep. So it is... 
about three minutes-ish long. I, I want to play this for you guys. This is a phone call from Lori to Chad in jail. Yes. So it, just let's put this into context. Hi, Dad. Hello. Are you okay? I don't know about you, Charity, but this just gives me like the douche bumps yeah. all over. And you can hear him. He's all down and he's his voice just sounds. But I thought he was a god. Well, you're a god until you get caught doing something you shouldn't do. And then that's and what he did. Oh, I just. This <sighs> entire thing makes me angry because now we like we said we just played that they're very nervous yep. about what do you have next charity so june 9th 2020 jj and tylee's remains are discovered guess where uh i'm gonna say that total douchebag's house yep so this is this is gets really trigger warning guys yeah jj's body was found in a black plastic bag wrapped in duct tape near a tree uh, a piece of wood paneling and three large white flat rows have been laid in a row over his remains in the earth. Tylee's remains are found a short distance away, and it was uh, buried in a pet cemetery. So it was where he buried, like, dead animals and stuff. Ugh. And, guys, Tylee's body had been burned and dismembered. And little JJ's body, we later find out, he had had a plastic bag over his head and duct tape wrapped around his neck. And during the autopsy, they found scratches on his neck. He was trying to get it he off, guys, that thing off of as him. he was dying. Disgusting. Absolutely And somebody disgusting. who's on the spectrum was probably the worst thing in the world for them. Yep. His last breaths on this earth were the biggest fear for anybody. Yep. Yep. I get very, very angry. Now, I'm going to play you guys another piece of audio here because, I mean, if Lori Vallow is so broken up about this, 
you know, remember she's in jail. They just discovered her children yep. deceased on what she considers is, you know, her, it's now her husband's property. Yep. So this is a phone call from her sister to her. So I, this one, I'm going to let play through now, for a bit. Can I, before we play this, I you do want to say, so in the docuseries, we see her mother who speaks so eloquently between her mother and her son. Those two speak so eloquently in this docuseries. So her mother and her sister actually went on national television be well before when the kids were, you know, they couldn't be found. And they both kind of vouched for Lori saying she would never hurt her children. We, they have to be somewhere safe. She definitely has a reason for this. We don't know yet. And then when these bodies are found, the family is broken when they realize that those children probably died at the hands of their own mother. So I just wanted to say that before. Nobody ever wants to feel that, but I mean, it's the worst. Yeah. So he, now let's move forward and listen to this this audio and we can actually see the difference between somebody who is completely upset over the children's deaths and somebody who isn't. I'm going to go ahead and just in case people are confused, the one who's crying is not Lori. Is not Lori. Yeah. Let's just, just say that. Leave it at that. And here we go. Hey.
to. You didn't want to in October, November, December, January, or February when you weren't in jail. Why didn't you tell us then? Why, you didn't call me when Alex died, which now I'm glad he's gone if he was a part of this, but you didn't call to tell me Alex died or that your kids are gone? Nothing? You don't think that's going to cause pain throughout our entire family? That's never my intent. Well, you don't think I'm in pain? No, I don't. I think you were dancing on the beach having a great time. Getting married. And you took pictures to prove your kids don't deserve a burial, but you need to get wedding pictures? You don't think that's upsetting? Nobody knows. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> then nobody knows except for you and the Lord. Yeah, ask him. I have. And guess what? I don't have one scripture that says it's okay for children to be thrown away like garbage in the ground. And that that's okay. There is nothing in the scriptures that is godly about hurting a child. Nothing. And they deserve a proper burial with family that loves them at the least. I can't support that. That's hurtful to everyone. That's the most selfish, incredibly selfish thing I can think of. I can't think of anything worse. I don't understand. I don't understand. This is not my Lolo that I've known and loved. I've never even seen you be upset with your kids. I went to bat for you and said that to everyone. I never have been upset with them. I never have been. How can you just go on without them, without any upsetness, and without telling us anything, and then expect us to understand? No one knows in the world. Nobody in the world knows what I've been through. And I don't expect you to. All you've seen is what's on TV. No, that's not what he says. And all the influences of all the people around. Okay, so now I'm deceived. No, Everyone in the world is deceived except for you. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying nobody's seen me on the floor crying. Nobody knows what I've been through. With my children that I love more than anything. Lori. Fine. You are dancing on a beach with a smile on your face taking wedding photos. Yeah, months later. You don't trying to go on with life, trying to be happy, trying to find some kind of happiness. You think I want to be alone? Do you think that your mother and your sister and your son don't deserve to know that the children are gone? Why wouldn't you call and tell us that? Why were we cut off? You saying you want to go on and be happy? You were just going to be happy without your family and your life until you're stuck in jail and I'm the only one stupid enough to be your friend when I've been your best supporter, Lori. I've loved you my whole life. I still do. I can't bear to think 
Wow. You want to talk about something that's impactful? Wow. I just said to Mark, because he muted us so we could listen, and I, because we wanted to talk about it as we listened to it together, and I had listened to it before. This is the first time Mark heard the full audio, I think, right? I have not heard the full one until right then and there. And I don't even know this woman. I love her. She, I am so proud of her. She got it all on the table. She told her everything that she wanted to say, and I just, the, the calmness in Lori's voice is Absurd. It, it is, is hurtful. Oh my God. What bothers me the most about that interview is her cold and callousness. But when yes. she turns herself and says, oh, you don't know how hard this was for me. Do you think the, I want to be alone? The TV, the news, the yeah. media. And the sister says, F you, bitch. Like, Pretty you told much. me this privately. Yeah. Like, you don't lie to me. Right. She had no Fs to give. Nope. And laid it all in the line. And clearly loved those children. I mean, she was, she could not even be consoled. She was so upset. That is how a person should react when they find out their loved one has passed on. I just, and it's so horrifically as these two children, these beautiful children. I just, oh, I have like the chills. I'm so angry right now. That interview is, there's no way other way to describe it other than hurt. Yeah, hurt. The I could feel her hurt. She hurt her own family. Yeah. Lied to her own family yep. and did not care about it at all. Yeah. So needless to say, on that day of June 9th, Mr. Daybell is arrested and ordered to be held on $1 million bond. Days later, authorities confirmed that the remains belong to the two missing children. Lori Vallow and Mr. Daybell are later... Ch- I'm going to fix that. Yeah, don't say Mr. Lori Vallow and the douchebag yeah. Daybell are Thank later you. charged with destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence, but it is many, many more months before murder charges are actually filed. Yep. Yeah, many, many more months. Not till uh, May 24th, 2021. And they're both charged over the murders or for the murders of Tylee and JJ and the murder of Tammy Daybell in Idaho. Good. Yep, they're each charged with first-degree murder, conspiracy, and grand theft in connection with the deaths of J.J. and Tylee, and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder in the death of Tammy. Chad, loser face, Daybell, um, is also charged with first-degree murder of Tammy. So these, they're in uh, some big, big, big trouble. Moving right ahead to May 27th, 2021, Lori Vallow is ruled unfit to stand trial and is committed to a psychiatric facility for treatment. Bull crap. I'm calling bull crap. Okay, really? Because your trial's coming up real soon and now you're getting scared, so you're going to act like you got psychiatric stuff going on. Nope. Don't buy it. Sorry. Uh, neither do I. Charity's like oh, eyes are scary. So She's looking me through her tortoise shell glasses with her her white pearlies that are hanging onto the side of it. That was given to us by a, well, given to her by a creep. Yep. Look at my glasses. What what do mine not have? I have offered. I would. You, I have them right with me. I have the no, extras. Oh, really, really yeah. Don't want. Them. Okay. Yeah. Well, then don't call me out on air because I'll tell the people I have them right here. June 2021, Lori Vallow is charged with conspiring to murder her ex husband Charles Vallow in Arizona. Prosecutors say she conspired with Alex the Big Cox. Just getting worse and worse and worse. Oh, absolutely. So August 2021, 
uh, prosecutors in Idaho, they really, really, really wanted the death penalty for Lori and Chad for the murders of J.J. Tiley and Tammy Daybell. And I think that's a great idea. I don't have a problem with that because I don't think she really needs to be here on Earth. Yeah, but unfortunately, like we said, um, in May 27, 2021, she was ruled unfit to stand trial. But fail us not, mental health facilities, because October 11, 2022, Lori Vallow is deemed competent to stand trial. Oh, so uh, I feel so bad for her. Like, nope. What, what's wrong, Lori? Ugh. So on October 19th, 2022, Lori Vallow appears in court for her arraignment on charges over the murders of Tylee, JJ, and Tammy Daybell. She refuses Mark to enter a plea, prompting a judge to enter a not guilty plea on her behalf. What a douche. What a douche. This is the time you need to step up and just say. She thinks she's a god. Remember that. That's true. I, I will still never though? understand this person. Still she has to. She has to stick by it. I, I, I guess. What else does she, what, I what else does she have? I don't know. March 2nd, 2023, an Idaho judge rules that Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell will be tried separately for the murders of JJ, Tylee, and Tammy. Mr. Daybell's case will be rescheduled while Vallow's will go ahead as planned on April 3rd. I'm totally cool with that. I think I they too. both deserve two. I will. I would happily spend the tax money for them to have two separate trials. I am fine with it as yep. well. Let everything come out. So March 21st, 2023, uh, the judge rules that Lori Vallow will not face the death penalty for allegedly killing her two children and conspiring to, ch- to Chad Daybell's ex-wife. The ruling comes after Vallow's defense requests the death penalty be taken off the table because they won't have time to fully review the vast trove of evidence handed over in recent weeks. Come on. Although at this very time, uh, loser face, uh, waste of skin Daybell is still faces the death penalty in his trial. Ugh. Yeah. April 3rd, 2023, Lori Vallow's trial for allegedly killing her two allegedly. children and conspiring to kill Tammy Daybell begins in Idaho. Ugh. A lot of this audio that we were playing in this was all played at trial, ladies and gentlemen. So if you heard like some voices in the background, I think it was just picked up. I don't know. Um, they did play uh, the audio of her son and and calling her out basically the same way, but the audio wasn't very clear. But you can find it yourself. And uh, he, there's a treasure trove of stuff. He on is. YouTube. He. Uh, I just. He talk about eloquently speaking again on. The, in, he was just so profound in that docu series. So real quick, this is something that we didn't before you you do the May 11th. Yep. Um, it was was touched on in the docuseries, but it really wasn't touched on in this. Yep. So they were labeling people as <gasps> yes. Zs and, and D. Ds. D. And, well, they had Ds and they had zombies and they had yes. different levels. Levels. And, and Tylee was a level three, I think. They also, her son that's alive, yeah. was also labeled along with his wife. Wife. His wife. Yes. Imagine that. No. <laughs> Like it's unbelievable. That's your own to me. mother. And who do you, well, let's finish this up and then we'll have a little discussion about okay. afterwards. Move right on to May eleventh. So uh May eleventh, twenty twenty three, the jury was sent out for deliberation. And Most cases of this magnitude would probably go on for a couple of days, long maybe time a week. delivering. Oh yeah. I mean this is a person's life we're dealing with here. Flash cut to the next morning, May twelfth, twenty twenty three, the biatch. Lori Vallows is found guilty of first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, and grand theft over the deaths of her children. 
she is also found guilty of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder in the death of Tammy Daybell. Amen, sister. So now we can 100% officially call this biatch, what she yes. is, a killing loser douchebag. Yep. yep. We can't, we have to still say alleged, allegedly for Chad. Chad, because he has not gone to trial yet or his trial's not over yet. I don't know really where that is. Right can now we have, can we have a real quick discussion about that name? Yes. Because you know Karen's. Karen. Oh, yeah. oh, don't be a Karen. Yeah. You know what the guy's name is? It's Chad. Chad. <laughs> don't be a Chad. Yeah. Have you ever met a cool Chad? Do you know what's weird to listen? First of off, because I I don't want to. We <laughs> if we have a Chad in the crime group, yeah. group we're not talking no, about you. You're not that. You're Chad. the cool Chad. Yeah, you're the cool Chad. <laughs> and Karen. Um, I know many Karens that are fabulous. Your, your BFF Karen, I yes. love her, and yes. she knows that this is not you. Yeah, <laughs> these are all the other Karen yes. Chads. Yes. Well, this Chad has beady little eyes, and he's he, like, if you oh, every picture I've seen of him. His eyes are just these beady, like creepy, I don't know, evil looking eyes. I don't know. When I they had that interview with when they were walking along the beach in Hawaii and that reporter was not given any Fs and kept sticking yep. the microphone. Yep. What made me really sad is the way Lori would protect him and kind of like, keep yes, the, like you're supposed to do that for your children. So here's my question that I, I want to get into. Do you think that. Lori was actually brainwashed by Chad. Do you think that he brainwashed her to the point to thinking that real things were to come and that she had, she had no choice but to do these things to her children. Do you believe that? Or do you think that she did it all just to be with Chad? I think there's probably a little of both Yeah, because I mean, let's be honest. We can say, all we want about people don't get really brainwashed and all this. But I mean, we've had David Koresh. We've had, yes. you know, Waco stuff. Yeah. We've had this before. Yes. The, the, what are they? The umbops, the umbops, the guys that were all wearing the, yes. the sneakers and killed themselves yep. all. Um, then you had back in the day, the guy that was feeding everybody the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid. Sometimes if you're leading a life that's not happy, you put yourself in a different life and you just start giving in. Yeah. I mean, look back to Charles Manson. Oh, my God. Those people followed everything. Charles Manson was convicted of all those murders, and he didn't actually lay his hands on any of them. He had these, yeah, he was really, really able to. All right. Flash cut to a movie that I bought a couple years ago. We we never watched it. We actually watched it the other day. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I haven't seen that one. All right. So this, I didn't know what it was about. It just had... Handsome guys in it that Kristen loves. Oh, well, so then I'd probably like it. <laughs> basically, you will 100% love this movie. Well, what kind of guys? All right. Well, like, put me on the spot, Charity, but um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, you have Austin Butler, Luke Perry, Margot Robbie's in this, Dakota Fanning. Like, this is a movie. Okay. So, the gist of the movie, I never really understood from watching it, but the gist of the movie, what would happen? If they didn't actually kill the people in Hollywood. Okay. The Charles Manson story. Yeah. So it's what basically the guy who Brad Pitt plays saves the day. And it's awesome. Hmm. It is worth a watch. It's it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So getting back to what we we're talking about, do I believe that this can happen? I absolutely do. 
Yeah. Do I believe this happened to her? I'm not 100% sure because she's way too cold and calculating. I know. That conversation with her sister. Oh, my gosh. Sealed a lot of my feelings for her. That and everybody needs to listen to the jail conversation with her and her son. I'm telling you right now, same situation. He was so strong and called her out on everything. My my hope is that, number one, this, this bitch will never get out of jail. And um, maybe somebody else will make her their bitch. That's kind of my thoughts on that situation. But I also would like, and I'm sure she's waiting, you know, to see what happens to Chad because, you know, she's probably still just head over heels in love with him. I mean, it's her husband after all. So, which I just thought of this. She's not going to be able to go on the stand against him. Well, that's not entirely true. You cannot be compelled to testify against your significant But if she wanted other. to, she could. If she wanted but to, But I don't she think could. she will. I think she's going to stand by him. I think she is going to try her best to, if she truly loves him the way she's, she says. Now, here's my other thing. Let's be honest. I mean, he's husband, what, four or five? So I'm how, wondering, how much love does she have? Well, I'm wondering if his defense team is going to try to twist it so that. I'd put it all on her. If put I was it all on her. Team. And then if that happens, maybe she will go on the stand. Does it say? I got to look up. I want to look up when his trial is supposed to start. Let me see. It doesn't say. It just says that it will be rescheduled after her trial is over. And her trial just ended. That's so true. It will be scheduled shortly. So after his trial is said and done, my hope, I wish it would be before, I wish it would be right now. I want her to do a tell all and tell her family. It doesn't need to be public. I'd like it to be public because I'd I don't like think to know. She would. I don't think she would either. I think she's going to stick by this till her grave. I really do. It unless, upsets me. Unless she has, unless she wakes up one morning and realizes that what she once thought isn't really what is, and then actually starts to have remorse. Because in her mind, she could possibly think that she allowed the children to be killed because it would put them in heaven. I don't know. There's been no say of that. All right, I'm not making me, it right, and I, it's it's horrible. But here's where I interject to just remind you of a few facts. Right. So she plotted the death of her ex husband. She did. She tried to claim the insurance money. She did. You're right. She That's watched true. Her lover plot the death of his ex, his wife. That's true. That's claimed true. the insurance money. Yep. Lied to her family's face. Yep. Now keep in mind, her husband that she. You know, he was killed. Her oldest son was very close to him. And very when close. she called him to tell him what was going on. Said he had a heart attack. Said he had a heart attack. Yeah. Lied until he got there. And then she texted his kids. Oh, that was horrible. And said, your dad's dead and doesn't give them any details. And doesn't get back to them for like three hours or something. And then Ridiculous. she's like, I have a lot going on. You don't understand. And they're like, F you, bitch. You know what? When you remind me of all those things... That makes it look like she was not brainwashed whatsoever. She was cold and calculated. calculated. And to dismember. Oh, my God. And to suffocate somebody. That is the worst. If you, if you were a person. kids. If you were a person that believed that your kids needed to, go, to die to go to heaven, wouldn't. Why wouldn't she make it the most quickest way possible for them not to have pain? They clearly suffered. And that is just. I think she wanted to live her own life. I do too. With him, without them. Yep. It's super sad. It's super upsetting. And unfortunately, 
this case is a recent one, so it, it goes to show you that crazy is still out there, people. Oh, my God. I just, I don't know. Keep I have no words for it. your kids close. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, they gave JJ over to this family because they thought it was going to give him a better life. You know what was profound? And I don't know if you went and looked at the news. What's that? When JJ's grandparents came out of the courtroom, they, people were beeping their horn. They were clapping. This was after the verdict came. They were so happy for them that they they finally put this person in jail for what they did to their grandchildren. They were, I mean, I'm telling you right now, it was like watching a movie. I do not condone violence. No. I really don't. But it would be oh so sad if she accidentally tripped and fell in jail and like her face plant like into the shower floor and like her teeth got knocked out. Like it would be devastating. The toothless happened. would be good for her. Yeah, I mean, because clearly her beauty is a thing that she holds very sacred to herself. But like I said, not condoning violence. No, not at all. This case is a sad one, and so sad. Just think of how many times this happens, and we don't hear. About and we it. don't because it's not right. It's it doesn't not have brought the to this yep. buzzwords, and it doesn't have the required yeah. things that people look for in cases to make national cases. But this stuff happens on a regular basis. It's so true. This is a case, Charity. I'm glad that you threw my way and said, "Hey, dummy." Start studying this one because we're going to talk about Guys, it. Guys, I didn't say it like that. I did say, watch the docuseries, and then afterwards I said, I'm not going to lie. It's going to make you very angry. I'm angry. Me too. I'm very angry too. These children did not have to die. It is so sad. I, I agree with you And 100%. I think there is going to be a movie down the road about this. I could see that happening. I definitely could see it happening. But it's like these. This is how I feel about the movies, though, right? Like the David Koresh, all those, all those types of movies, the docu series, the movies, the movies. It's almost like you. Yes, I like to see the movies, but then it's like, well, now it's giving them even more attention. It puts them on a pedestal. Yes. to other crazy people and say, one day I can. Be I like could them. be in a movie. That's I'm, I'm torn with that, but I don't know. Not would know what I'm not torn with. What's that? Um, I'm not torn. And thinking that I absolutely love when people go on to Apple and give us five stars. I do like the five-star reviews as well. Do you yeah. know what else I like is when they interact with us on social media. Love it. I'm at not Mark B. Charity's at charity underscore case watch. This is the Case Watch True Crime Podcast. We're here. We're not going anywhere. Nope. We just, you know, sometimes it's not as busy as it is. Exactly. <laughs> But we're pounding away. We're going. We're pounding it out. I don't. Have we ever said that on the air? Pounding it out. Yes. Yeah. Have we talked on that? We talked about it. they. The, the, the creeps know that I what I do. Charity is gonna. We, we will shut the microphones off. She's <laughs> gonna go out in front of Kristen and do the the thrusting of the lower and, loins and, and say we just pounded. And guys, it out. I really thrust when I show Kristen. I want her to know that we just pounded out a really good episode. So this, I think she likes it. She does. This was <laughs> a very very good episode. Um, text to voicemail line is 603-212-4600. Yes, we need more voicemails. Yeah, I, I love the voicemails. I love the voicemails. Even if you've left one before, guys, leave another one. We love them. Yeah, because I don't know. Unfortunately, with the, the nature of podcasts, you have listeners that come and listeners that go. True. So I don't know if some of our original creeps are still here. I am calling out all of our original creeps. Our OGs. The OGCs. Yep. Oh, I love the OGCs. That's a new, that should be a new sticker. I love the it. OGCs, the baby. The OGCs, baby. Yep. Like, I haven't heard from some of our creeps that I held near and dear for the from first the very beginning, yeah. couple months of the podcast where they would reach out all the time. Yep. 
I'm I'm calling you out. I haven't heard from you, and I want to know if you're still our creep. Yep. Just say hey. Just post hey on the creep page, or just call and say hey. This is so and so. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, girl, I'm still hey. Here. Or hey, girl, hey, Mark, hey. Well, I think we just lost a bunch of creeps with that. <laughs> hey, guys, see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.